Wake up, folks. It's Andy Dick. And this is Addicted. Inside the mind of Andy Dick. So many ways to turn. So take your pick. Inside the mind of Andy Dick. Today... I'm sitting down with Dr. Seth Gillihan. He is a, what is it called, doctor? Cognitive behavioral yes. therapist. What? No. Yes. Yeah. What is that? Well, it's a, an action-oriented type of therapy. So we, we focus on more on the present rather than dredging up the past, trying to you know, figure out your childhood or what happened years ago that, we have to unravel. It's more about understanding yeah, the thoughts. Who, who gives a fucking shit about that shit, right? Get over it. Snap out of it. Reminds me of, there's a Newhart, Bob Newhart sketch. <laughs> you might have seen uh, where what? he tells someone to, uh, what does he tell them? Basically, <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> I if it, love if it worked. Bob Newhart. God, that guy yeah, was brilliant. It's is, worth looking he, up. Did he die? Not that I know of. Oh, you know, I hate when we don't know if somebody died or not. You know what? That's what people think about me. I thought he was dead. Okay, so tell me more about this cognitive behavioral therapy or whatever. It's not so much that we don't think about the past or those things aren't mm -hmm. important, but the things that you've experienced have led to certain dynamics now that probably have a mind of their own. So even if we could go back and understand, oh, this is what happened. It was this thing, and that's why you think this way. That's why you do these things you're not happy about. It's not like that would change them. But if I just told you to get over it, that probably wouldn't be that helpful either. It doesn't matter how we say it, right? It's, it's going to be the same effect if we don't really get at those dynamics, like what's yeah. underlying it, and then try out yeah. some new things. So yeah. what I hope for a person, what I hope for you, in fact, in our time together is, is maybe to start to have a bit of an understanding of the stories you've told yourself and, and possibly of a different so, story. Wait, 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 wait. Then you are going back to the past, Technically, it'll always be in the past because it'll be a story that you just told yourself. But, but no, not necessarily to the, to the remote past. It could be what you told yourself five seconds ago. Yeah, this morning when I was eating my breakfast burrito, which is not sitting well in my stomach right now. <laughs> <laughs> I said I, all I want on this episode is to make you laugh. <laughs> there you go. Yes, I was told I would. I would discover firsthand the Andy Shtick. So I'm glad you're <laughs> Andy, delivering. Andy Shtick. God, that should be my real name. So uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I still. Oh, he's laughing. <laughs> but I still don't understand what I don't understand. What do you do with cognitive behavioral therapy? What is that? Your book called, by the way. The more recent CBT one is Cognitive Behavioral Therapy Made Simple. But what is it? I don't have much time. I'm 54. I'm like my the sunset years of my twilight hours. Mm. So let's do this. I'm so curious. We have another cognitive behavioral therapist. Randy, who's that other one? You know him. Dr. Seth Gillihan. The one that's giving me the goddamn brain scan. He's not a cognitive behavioral. Oh, therapist. he's not? 
And Seth, just, tomorrow Andy is going to get his brain scanned at Dr. Amon's clinic. No kidding. I knew he would know him. So let's do an example, Andy. Okay. So think of a time recently when your mood took a sudden dip. So maybe you weren't feeling great to begin with. Maybe Three you're minutes all ago. Right. Yeah. So what happened? You mean like a real dip? Yeah, yeah. Oh, not God, not a been... kind of like descending I... into a depression, but in the moment. Uh, well, I am going out with somebody kind of, and um, they, I mean, I guess I can just say they don't love me back. They're not loving me the way I love them. And it's really that. What are you? Are you breathing? Are you meditating? What's going on? You are, aren't you? Yeah, that one hit me in the gut the way you said that. It's <laughs> real. I'm going to cry. Anything else you want to know? It's really like I'm not doing well with that. Well, it, here I am in Pennsylvania, and that feels like a kick in the gut, and I can only imagine what it feels like for you. Not good. I don't think I've ever been in a relationship like this where I'm so deeply embedded. I can't get the fuck over it. Can I lead you through something around this, Andy? Uh-huh. Yeah. Are you comfortable closing your eyes? I won't be looking directly at you. <laughs> You'll have to take my word for that. If I open one, I, you're looking right at me. Just kidding. <laughs> you know, I did transcendental meditation since I was 15. I'd heard that. So some of this may feel familiar to you. Huh. So take a moment and just feel the breath as it's moving in the body. Just noticing the sensations. We'll only do this for a couple minutes. Just taking a few moments to come closer to our experience. Just opening to it exactly as it is. So you might feel your feet where they're planted on the floor. Feeling your body where you're sitting. Noticing the support there. Feeling your hands where they're resting and bringing to mind what you just told me about that relationship. Feeling like you really love this person and they don't- Can I stop? Because of course, of I course don't know stop. what love is and I don't, I, I don't know if it's, I, I don't even know if I believe in love anymore. I, I, you understand? Okay. Yes. Keep keep going. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of questions, even about what love is. And now, as you're sitting here, becoming aware of what's happening in your body, and noticing the thoughts that come to mind as you think about this relationship, especially the thoughts about yourself. Just notice what they are. And now I'll ask you, does anything stand out? Any, any thoughts or beliefs that mm -hmm. come to the surface about who you are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, 
home. I gave, I gave it away that it's a guy that I'm dating. But he, oh, both of us are addicted to drugs and alcohol, to be honest with you. Yeah. And he's 30 years younger than me. Not Nothing is good. So those are the two thoughts. Any thought about yourself, any self-critical yeah. thought? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> he's always like, let's just get sober. Let's, let's not do drugs or drink or anything. I can't. You can't just stop. Well, I can, but... No, I mean, I think you and I understand that if it were that easy, you would have already. I have multiple times. I went to... <laughs> you know, there's an old joke. Oh, I can get sober easily. I've done it a thousand times. Right. It's the staying sober part, right? I guess. I got to get rid of this guy. Mm. Why? I don't even want to tell you. He is abusive emotionally, and he hit me. And what does it mean to you that you still can't leave the relationship? I, that something's wrong with me? I ask everybody, why? They ask me, why do you like him so much? I don't know. He's he reminds me of me when I was his age. It's just... In what way? Crazy, fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you, Andy, who do you like better? Him or me? Well, I, mean, I think that's that part's obvious, but... You at 24, or you now? That's my problem. I feel like I'm the same motherfucking person now. Mm, I think I'm, I would say I like myself better now. Yeah. Mm, okay. But there's something about this person that's, it attracts you and reminds you of yourself. Hmm. Yes. But it sounds like you don't miss that older version of yourself. Maybe I do, you know? If you did, what would you miss? I guess just being young. <laughs> uh. I'm 54 and he's 23. Just being young. But the thing is, is that I was so self-involved when I was his age. You know? Like, I was just all about me. Me, 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 me. I don't like that. I, that's mm -hmm. I'm not like that as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where did you get your... You have a PhD? Yes. Where did you get it from? University of Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So that's part of the basics of, of CBT, Andy, is understanding there's some situation that we're in and makes us feel some kind of way. And if we can understand the story that we're telling ourselves about it, usually the feelings that we have make sense. I don't understand. My impression is we still haven't gotten to the underlying story that 
what it is that's so heartbreaking about this relationship. I thought we weren't going into the past. You said that in the beginning. You said in the beginning, we're not going to go into the past. This is a, a current relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're talking about. I was with him yesterday. Yeah, so that's technically the past. But uh, okay, I see what you're saying. I think we're still looking for what the story is that's driving those feelings. Mm. Part of it has to do, it sounds like, with maybe related to age, the way you perceive yourself at this age. I do notice that I talk about how the fuck old I am all the time. Like, I'm old. Dude, I'm 54. Yeah, it's come up several times. It came up when I told you my age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like kind of uh, fixated or whatever on age. <sighs> what a, And how's that going to help me? Yeah, so let's... Great question. So if we can figure out the stories we're telling, a lot of times they're not exactly right. We're telling ourselves stories that aren't only unhelpful, but they're untrue. So if I'm telling myself something like, here's a silly example. I'm walking down the street. Someone doesn't say hi to me, who I know. I wave, they don't. I think, oh my goodness, they don't like me. Right? That's, it's a simple story, but it's, it's an interpretation right, of an objective fact. This person did not respond when I said hello. Okay. Now, if I knew, oh, they were actually, uh, they didn't see me or they were talking to someone else, or they are going to go get their chemotherapy for their cancer. Right, yeah, yeah. Something more important than waving to me may have been on their mind. Yeah. That totally changes my interpretation of it. So for you, Andy, being 54 is... I hate even hearing it. I hate even when you say it. I... How the fuck old I... I am more than half a century. Do you hear me, Dr. Seth Gillihan? And unless you're unusual in other ways, you're more than halfway through your life. Unless I'm going to live to be 120, you bitch. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, doctor. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make you laugh again. So let's follow that down. Obviously, that's where the energy is. The energy right now is around that age. What does it mean to you to be 54? I don't like it. I really don't. I wish. That's probably why I'm, you know, that's probably why I'm doing that. I don't know what to do, doctor. Yeah. Can you see that? Yes. I see a lot of patterns that are hard for you to break. What? Like what? Like what? What do you mean? Like diverting when things get uncomfortable. Mm. I suspect that's a theme, not just of our session, but of, most of your life. I don't know. You might be right. God, it doesn't seem like I'm diverting. It, I just am used to people saying that, so I just say it to you before you do. So what's this cognitive behavioral therapy? Like, uh, are we in it? I think we're in and out of it. I think it's hard to, to stick with it because it's painful. And normally, I don't think we would, we wouldn't be jumping into these things this quickly, right? We wouldn't have a single one-off 45-minute session. We'd have time to kind of wade in. What, what would that do? So when we recognize thoughts that aren't, uh, aren't serving us well, we can 
just recognizing that story, Andy, mm-hmm. so much of the time is helpful. If I just notice this thing that I take for reality is a story that I'm telling myself. Really, my mind is constructing it. What are you feeling right now, Andy? <laughs> just getting sad again about uh, my ex-boyfriend, I guess I have to say. Can I go to the bathroom now? I have to pee. Andy, I should probably tell you something oh, about CBC. Shit. I do not like the opening of that sentence, but go ahead. Uh, well, no. It's just about the, the CBT that I do, the cognitive behavioral therapy, is grounded in mindfulness. Tell me more. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't have to tell you about meditation and mindfulness, but you know, for, for our listeners, I'll just say that so meditation, a lot of people do find super boring and uh, think they're bad at it or just refuse to do it. But when we're actually in our lives, just as they are, it's never boring. No. Even being bored isn't boring. Nope. I noticed that you meditate even while you're in a conversation with me. I can see that. Wait a minute. So you have a PhD. Wait, 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 wait. I don't understand. You have a PhD in just this bullshit? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah, I have a PhD in BS. (laughs) Let's go back, Andy. Can we go back to... Oh, Jesus Christ. Go ahead. The reason I think it's so important, particularly in in what you and I have talked about, is that being determining to show up, to be present, like I think that's hopefully part of what you're noticing when you say I'm meditating in conversation. It's that I, the main thing I wanted for this discussion was to be present for you. Because I think if we both show up I'm here. to each other and for each other, I think who knows what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Usually good things. So we ground... CBT and mindfulness and you know, acceptance of difficult emotions. And then I'm not going to push you further with you know, this, this painful issue because I think we've already discovered that that's where a lot of pain and energy are. Where? Well, in, not only in this relationship, but it's something about your age. There are people who are 54 and can own that. Without- I own it. Without pain, without sadness. Okay, well, you're right. I, I am. So, I just can't believe I'm so fucking old. Um, I didn't die at 27 like Kurt Cobain and Amy Winehouse and who who else? Janis Joplin, Jim Hendrix. You know, like I'm a, I, I twice as long as them. Right. So I. Own it. I just don't like it. Yeah. So if we were if we were working together for longer, that would probably be a theme we would come back to about the meaning of age, what it means to be at this point in your life, and how you feel about the life that you've lived up to this point, and the life that you want to live for however many years you have remaining. That's one thing that my boyfriend he always says. Oh my God, you. you do you know how much, how successful you are and how much you have accomplished? And then I think about it, I'm like, you're right. I was like, oh, God, I hate that I said I was like kicking ass is what I was about to say. Can I tell you something? I'm about to be in the best times of my life coming up. Is that good, doctor? That's cognitive behavioral therapy. 
Yeah, if you believe it. Do you believe that? I have to. So, so CBT is it's about changing the story, but in a direction we can believe. So if, if you believe that, if you can own that, then yes, I think that's... I do, because somebody last night, literally last fucking night, said, oh, you don't have an Oscar, you fucking faggot. I'm like, what? Yeah, yet. I don't have an Oscar yet. So I have to look forward. Is that what? So CBT is looking forward. It is without jumping over the present, without ignoring issues that you need to deal with now in order to have the future that you want. How the motherfuck can I get can I get rid of him and I, I need to be done with him? It always starts with awareness, with understanding. I'm aware, I'm aware that I that it's toxic and I need to get rid of him. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's half of it. This isn't Norman Vincent Peale power positive thinking type of stuff, you know, or like that SNL sketch, like I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone Wait, can it. can I people. stop you for a second, doctor? <laughs> I um, took a class. My family moved to uh, Atlanta when I was a kid, and I went to, I think it was called Lassiter High School, and... There was a, you can sign up. You can like pick your classes. Did they do that in high school where you pick your classes? And one of them was called Logic. And I signed up for it. I, said, I, I want that one. And then when I showed up in the classroom, I was the only one there. And the teacher said, Well, you know, it's me and you. And he made me read that book. The power of positive thinking and other books too. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Ah. Dude, I've had 27 rehabs and multiple therapists, and I've read every fucking book from Deepak Chopra. But anyway, I'm sorry. Keep going. I see how I divert. I see it. I, I'm starting to see it. So if there's only one thing that you take, well, I'll ask you first. What, if anything, will you take from the time that we've spoken together? Uh, you're making me, you made me more aware of, what can I say? Can I say anything? <laughs> you're more aware of? How, like, I actually hate talking with you because it, it's like putting a mirror on my face. And I, you know what? I don't look in the mirror. Don't care how I look. Don't give a shit. But talking with you, you're forcing me to look at myself. Yeah. So that's a, I'm taking that away. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's painful to look at yourself. And I hope, Andy, I don't know if, I don't know if this comes through the screen. But I hope that part of what comes along with that, even not liking talking with me, is a sense that... No, I didn't say I don't like talking with you. I just... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that... Um, well, I'll just say it frankly. That, that maybe I like you more than you like yourself. Huh, okay. Are you trying to make me cry? 
No. Fucking asshole doctor. <laughs> you know what? It's my- I'm going to call the board of doctors. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do you? Do you really think that? See? That's, that's everything you say. I, Yes, partly, Andy, because I don't think it's possible to dislike you. I love when you say my name, by the way. Ah, good. But what were you going to say? Well, I was just saying I don't think that it's possible to dislike you more than you dislike yourself. And it's easy for me to see— Oh, because I hate myself. So you're saying? You're basically saying I hate myself. You know what I really do? Every time, any time somebody says, no, you're a good guy, I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't even say it. I just shake my head like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like on a visceral level, you know it's bullshit. Yeah, because I'm not a good guy. And yet, there's a part of you. There's something that's untouched by anything you've done or anything you tell yourself. I think there's a part of you that knows that. That there is good within you. Wow. Yeah, that's, you know who said that? Anne fucking Frank. She said, I believe everybody is good at heart. I saw that on Broadway. So good. Here's what I hope you take from today, Uh, Andy. Go ahead. That it may be valuable to find ways to stay with your experience, even when it's painful, and that possibly there's something good on the other side of it, as difficult as it is, through the addiction, through the diversion, to be with yourself and to find a way to do that that's not terribly painful. I I hear you, but my brain is so, it, I divert right off if it's starting You're to skillful be painful. at it. Well, I, yeah, because I, yeah, who wants to the fuck be in pain? Not me. Exactly. Exactly. We avoid it if we can. Anything else then? That's it. You're ending on me crying. Good job, doctor. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you, Andy. No. And I do wish you the best. I do. Wait a minute. Hang on a second, though, doctor, before you go. (laughs) Can we be friends? Can we be friends? Yeah, feel free to call me. Brandy. Yes. Give me his number. Okay. Seth, is there anything that you want to promote or his book? Yeah, his his book. You know, he has multiple books, right? Or yeah, I do. Yeah, the the ones that I would encourage listeners to check out are the CBT deck, which I think makes CBT very accessible, and the CBT deck for anxiety, rumination, and worry. And I also co-wrote a book. It's a, a daily guide to finding presence in our daily experience. It's called. A Mindful Year, co-written with my dear friend, fellow psychologist, Dr. Arya Campbell-Dinesh. Thank you, Dr. Seth Gillihan, for being a very... Wasn't he great, Randy? You're very welcome, Andy. Thank you, Seth. You're great. Thanks. Thank you, buddy. You're fucking awesome. Inside the mind of any day So many ways to turn So take your pick Inside the mind of Andy Dick.
If you are in the United States or Canada and struggling with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, or a crisis of any kind, please text HOME to 741-741 and a crisis counselor will respond to you right away, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Text H-O-M-E to 741-741. And to find more resources and support for addiction, visit addictedpodcast.com slash resources or read the show notes of this episode. Please know you are not alone and recovery is possible. It's never too late. Reach out and get help now.